and horror hounds this is brett from dimension z joined as i am every week by greg of the dead how you doing man doing good how you doing awesome because it's throbtober dude it's the month that keeps on giving this is my favorite <laughs> month for these the exact reason of this is you have to watch as many horror movies as you can <laughs> I don't, I, I don't know if this was a great idea or a terrible idea, but we're getting through it. Oh, I kind of get what you mean, because I've been having such an awesome time doing all these extra episodes. But it's also going to be like, when it's extremely sad, I don't even want to think about it, but when October's over, and we go back to just like, one a week, and we do a bonus one here and there, <laughs> I'm going to be like, it's like we're not even doing it anymore. <laughs> It's going to be, oh, I have free time again. I'm not editing constantly. Yeah, or it's like me just like, well, I don't know what I'm going to, I'm just going to watch these anyway. <laughs> Dude, so Night of the Demons, I remember famously back when we did our 25 top 80s horror movies episode, I put it on mine and you said, uh, I watched it once. I didn't like it. Yeah, and I want to say I going into this and like halfway through it I was like I'm going to count this as I've never seen it before because the one time I watched it it was at work on my phone where you're kind of in and out you're not really paying attention to it and if you don't pay attention to certain things in this movie at the very end you're like why the fuck does any of this matter but now actually watching it and paying attention to it I'm like oh I like this oh good I'm glad to hear I, I love this movie I think it's fantastic I don't know why it's not like more talked about than it is. Yeah, and I know, like, there's, it's almost kind of a cult, definitely kind of movie of, like, it has its fans, but there are other one movies that aren't as well put together that have more fans, it seems. Yeah, it's weird, like, this, I think, is, is right up there with a lot of the 80s movies that are constantly referenced. I never see anything, like, shirts, like, yeah. random like merch or anything for night of the demon and honestly i would go i would like get some night of the demon stuff now like now that i've seen it like actually watched it i love it yeah good i'm glad to hear it i want to mention this and see if you agree with me night of the okay. demons is spookies if it was a better story and it had more money very similar vibes like they'd make a good double feature yeah i don't know because Spookies really they weren't possessing people except for one of them. No, well yeah, there's like some minor things, but it's definitely like a haunted house thing. It's the group of people. At least this one it like you understand why they can't leave. It's not just like, "Oh, how does door work?" Yeah, that's true. No, yeah, definitely it's very much in that vein of Spookies. Yeah. All right, Tonight of the Demons 1988 rated R directed by Kevin Tenney. And written by Joe Augustine. Which I looked at, because I always like to look at the director to see, it's like, oh, is there anything else that I've really, like, recognized from them? And it's one, I've never seen it, but it's one of those movies that was always on the, like, the video store shelf. And I would see the cover and be like, one day I want to watch that. And it's Pinocchio's Revenge. Oh, I, I've never seen it either. We'll have to do that movie sometime. Yeah, it's another one of those ones of I've always seen it on the shelf, and I've always been like, I want to watch that. But I forget what the other one we did that for, and I was like, and it was as terrible. Yeah, it was as terrible as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, Evil Bong fucking sucked. <laughs> but, alright, so this movie kicks off so fun and weird because there's a car driving down the street, and it's Stooge, the guy in the pig costume that we'll meet later, <laughs> and friends. And they moon this old man, and I love that he has jack-o'-lantern underwear. Yeah, and they drive by super slow, and he moons him as much as he shows him his underwear. He's like, look at this pumpkin, old man! And it's like slapping his ass. And the old guy's like, Hurrah! Hurrah, you damn kids! <laughs> Dude, and right away, this is why it's a Throbtober episode. Yes, it's Halloween, it's perfect anytime even if it's a throwaway oh it just happens to be october i'm like halloween movie yay <laughs> <laughs> but after this terrible night you think this is the low light of this old man's night the low point of this old right. man's night but no because another kid scares him with a rubber rat and 
<laughs> suck it, old man, or whatever, and he drops all of his groceries. Damn rotten kids, they'll get what they deserve. And then we get, is it Judy that comes up to help him? Yes. Okay, so Judy is like the picturesque like all like a lot of these 80s movies it's like it's the perfect girl next door and she prays every day before bed and she has perfect like grades and but for some reason she also hands out with the punk kids it's almost like that one girl from return of the living dead it's like all the skeezy punk guys and the one preppy girl <laughs> yeah but she bends down to help him like oh my god i'm so sorry i saw what happened like, get the fuck away from me you harlot <laughs> What does he call her? Like, you whore or slut or something, something like, like that? that. He's yeah, he's just an asshole. She's like, fine, I won't help you. And then she walks away, and the old man, which you think is nothing, but will oddly come back into play at some point, yeah. picks up apples and razor blades and laughs to himself. Yeah, like, oh, the, I'm gonna get the kids this year. It's the classic uh, razor blades and the apples thing, which, ev- that's the worst kind of can like thing that you could give to kids to try to trick them. Because if I'm a kid and I get an apple as a trick-or-treat thing, I'm just going to throw it away. I'm not going to even bother eating it or, like, looking at it. Put in a candy bar. I think I've told this story on the podcast, but it's worth repeating. My nephew, when he was trick-or-treating, someone gave him an apple. And, like, he starts walking back towards the road, looks in the bag, realizes it was an apple, picks it up, disgusted looking at it, and throws it back at the house. The last thing I want to see on, like, Halloween day or, like, trick-or-treating is any kind of fruit or anything healthy. I want to eat so much candy, I'm, like, (laughs) sick. (laughs) Exactly. But... Judy's at her house getting ready, and Jay, who's not her boyfriend, but I guess her date, we could say. Yeah. He calls, and he says, oh, we're going to go to the party instead of the dance. Okay, who's it with? He's like, it's Angela's party. And she goes, oh, the weird witchcraft girl? Yeah, so it's like, it seems like this entire town and it's like high school has the one goth person, and that's Angela. Yeah, and... She goes, well, I did always kind of want to see what the inside of her house looks like. And her family goes, oh, it's not at her house. It's that Hall house. And it's the classic haunted house in the town. Yeah, she's like, Hall house there? Really? Oh, it'll be fun. It's Halloween. Okay, hangs up the phone. And this is where I have my first what the fuck of the movie right after this. Okay. Because her little brother jumps out of the closet and scares her. We did get some nudity here, so right after that, that's important for this line, because he goes, bodacious boobies, sis! Yeah, like, if they get any bigger, you're not going to be able to bend down and tie your shoes. But it's also like, you're staring at your sister, it's really weird, it's like, it's not even like, what are you doing, step bro? This is real bro. Yeah, and she's not, what are you doing, step bro? like, what the hell? <laughs> what an odd line to say to your sister, that's all. Yeah, and he even brings it up later, too, of like, something about how she looks or something, it's like... Was it just, like, the 80s, and it's like, oh, he has, like, the hot sisters, and he doesn't have Playboys, or... I don't get it. No, that's not an 80s thing. I don't know. Okay. But... This this movie is set in West Virginia. <laughs> you're And also, you're allowed to make that joke, because yes. it's your homeland. Exactly. Fuck them. <laughs> but Sal, who is Judy's ex, shows up at the door, knocks, the little brother opens the door, he's like, go get your sister, Okay, what if I give you this? Oh, no, she has a date coming. She's going to a party. Party, huh? Where's it at? He tries to bribe him with a quarter to tell him where it is. And even at this time, was Pac-Man a quarter still at this point? Or was it 50 cents at this point? Of You can't even buy a game of Pac-Man. It's like, I want more than this. And he still just only gives him a dollar. But he's like, okay, I'm willing to sell out my sister for four games of Pac-Man. <laughs> or two, depending on how much it costs. Exactly. But he t- tells him it's at Hall House. Like, what, you lying to me? No way. He goes, no, for real. Okay, if not, I'm going to come back here. But he finds out where it's at. So next we cut to a shot that's been burned into my brain for eternity and not complaining. <laughs> because Suzanne, who's played by Linnea Quigley, it, here's where she's distracting the clerks while Angela steals a bunch of stuff from the store. It is just a full screen of Linnea Quigley's ass. Just... Yep. She's kind of shaking back and forth there, mesmerizing the clerks, while Angela is stuffing everything into the, in the store into this giant bag. And they could not, like, 
they don't notice a single thing of she goes walking past them with what looks like a body in a bag and they're just like yeah have a good day whatever (laughs) or they notice and they do not even care given the other option they're like sure like yeah that's worth it She's doing that. She goes, she gets all her supplies and leaves. And then, like, motions to Suzanne, Linnea Quigley, hey, we're good now. And Linnea walks up to the cashier. She goes, do you guys have sour balls? Uh, uh, we sure do. She goes, too bad. You must not get many blowjobs then. Laughs and leaves. It's hilarious. And it, the guy, one guy with glasses reminds me of um the store clerk from Red Hot Pussy Liquors and, uh, House of a Thousand Corpses, where he's like, Welcome to Red Hot! <laughs> he's like, all like hickish and stuff. <laughs> Goober, we just did that movie. Yes. They're out in the parking lot. Not too much here, they're just talking about the party. But we do get that Suzanne's very obsessed with putting on makeup and everything like that. Right, and she's, uh, it's, Angela's like the classic goth, all like, all in black. Uh, Suzanne is just a hot pink nightmare mess of her dress, her, like, the bows in her hair, her makeup, everything is like, boom. (laughs) Yeah. Next, we cut back to Judy's house, and Jay comes to pick her up, and while he's waiting for her to come out, the mom offers him, do you want to try any of my fudge logs? And before they even make the joke, I'm like, that looks like turds. It does! It just looks like baked turds! And then the brother literally goes, well, no one wants your baked turds, Mom! And the mom's like, oh, oh how dare you! I've worked all day on these! Huh! <laughs> but he gets her, she, what's her costume? Is she Dorothy? Uh, and no, then she's Alice in Wonderland, Wonderland. cause that comes yeah. up later, too, for like, a, a throwaway line. <laughs> Yeah, so they leave, they pick up Max and Franny, their friend, and Franny is from something, and I can't think of what it is. I've seen her in something else. I don't know. I will oh, Sleepaway Camp oh. 3? Oh, okay, I did just watch that not too long ago, that might have been it. But they pick them up, and they get to the house, and it used to be a funeral parlor, and it's a big local legend and everything like that. On the way there, they also pass Stooge's car that's broke down. And they go, do you need a hand? Like, oh, we sure do. And everyone reaches out and claps, which is this, is this a thing I've never seen? Cause I thought it was funny. Oh no, that's a, la- this, that's a classic, like gotcha thing that definitely high schoolers would do. Okay. No one's ever pulled that on me. Thankfully. I didn't know. I'm like, Oh, did they make this up? I think I've seen it in a couple like high school type movies. I don't think I've ever seen it in real life. I also want to real quick mention Stooge is, he's supposed to be the big comic relief guy. His costume is he has a pig nose on because he's a big, fat, greasy guy. And he's yes. like 100%, where his t-shirt is like spray painted with shit on it. He has like this really weird mullet and he just keeps saying, was it, uh, where the fuck are we, you bitch, to this woman? And he's like, the guy in the back, um... In the back seat, he's like punching him. Stooge is like the biggest dickhead. Yeah, they don't act like when spoilers for a little bit when Sal's there. Like, oh, he's the unwanted asshole. But yeah, you invited this guy. Yeah, exactly. It's like his car is just. It reminds me of Suicide from Return of the Living Dead. It's like the only reason you guys hang out with me is because I have a car. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But they get to the place. Um, Max, Franny, Jay, and Judy, and they're checking it out and. Like, they're checking the ground and all this stuff, like, the local legend about it. Like, they're like, oh, it says that water runs underneath it, and they put up these walls to keep the evil in. What's the exposition about it? Like, Halloween night, a woman went crazy and killed her whole family. Yeah, and it's, it's basically, it's one line away from, like, being so corny of, and it happened exactly 50 years ago today! Like, They go inside, and they see that they're finally coming, and they're, like, the ones who are broken down, so they're gonna hide to scare them, and Jay goes to hide in the coffin, but Sal pops out wearing a monster mask and scares him. My notes say, nobody likes Sal. Yeah, he's, uh, no one, yeah, no one likes him, no one wants him there, they're even like, what are you doing here? And Jay gets extremely pissed off, but I love, I think it's Judy's like, you were just about to do the same thing to the other people, so maybe cool out a little bit. Exactly. And yeah, so no one likes Sal, which makes him tonight's big loser. Uh, (laughs) Angela and Suzanne show up to the house. Bravo. And Thank you. (laughs) Angela and Suzanne get there, and the party starts, and it's just, 
I never got this. You just find an abandoned place to do what you could have did anywhere else. But I guess it's fun for Halloween and everything. It's just they have a boombox and some drinks and snacks and beer, I think. Yeah, and it's once again, they have like a six pack and there's like 12 of them there. So it's like we, all, yes. we each get half a beer. And it's like she, the, they got all like this random shit from that grocery store. It looked like that they robbed. But it also just starts as like, OK, party starts now. And people just start dancing. Yeah, instantly. Yeah. But it's, there's a part where Judy's like getting a snack or something. She leaves her garbage on the table or something. And Angela talks to her and says, not to upset the spirits who live here by littering. And it's like, what do you think? We're, we're literally here like desecrating their house then because we're partying in it. They probably wouldn't like that everyone's going to be fucking out all over these like dusty rooms. Yeah, probably not. Where the murder was committed? Yeah, probably not. They're going to be more pissed off about stray semen hitting things than a lighter being laid on a table. (laughs) Yeah. The music just randomly shuts off, and they decide they're going to do a mirror seance. And so what this is, is you'll all stare at the mirror and focus on one person and what you're supposed to chant or something, and then you'll see what they look like in a past life. Yeah, the the mirror goes black, and then when it comes back, it's what you look like in a past life. And it's like, okay, I guess this the internet's not a thing yet, and we don't have Netflix, so sure. <laughs> yeah, but right when they're starting to do it, they hear a weird noise, stooge and... Roger, go to check it out. And also, I want to point out the odd friendship between Stooge and Roger. We've already covered Stooge. Roger is this nice preacher son boy. They do not feel like they would be friends in the slightest. No, it's definitely a weird mishmash of friends. Yes. But they go to check it out, and they come back, and they find the big mirror that they're going to do the seance in. And when they're doing it, this demon appears in the mirror, but only Helen, who I think was Stooge's girlfriend, sees it. Which, or the girl that came with them. It's a really cool, how they do it, it's a cool looking demon. Of, you know, this could look extremely cheesy, like, ex- very easily. But how they do it is kind of like, in the mirror, you can't exactly, you see it, but you don't 100% see it clearly and stuff. It looks awesome. It kind of reminds me of, like, the weird dragon thing at the end of Hellraiser, but done less janky and, like, pulling around weird and everything. Like, it's more hidden in the shadows, which, like, aids in it. (laughs) Yeah, it definitely helps. But then the mirror falls over and shatters. I actually really like this camera shot. Like, I think it's really cool of them all, like, standing, talking over the shattered mirror. And it's, the camera's pointed at the mirror, and you see all of them through the different shards. I think it's actually really cool. Well, it's almost like Army of Darkness-esque. Yeah, definitely. I think it just, oddly well for this, like, cheesy movie. But there's a pounding in the distance, and the camera cuts down to the basement crematorium. and. You have a point of view evil dead cam, speaking of Army of Darkness, that goes like upstairs and it possesses Suzanne, like goes to her, I guess. Yeah, just like enter, like she like yawns kind of, it just goes into her mouth. And you see like, it's almost like this weird, like not smoke, but it's like this haziness that like surrounds her, then like goes inside of her. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, yep, possessed. Yeah. Everyone's complaining about the smell all of a sudden. And then we get the... Do you remember that 70s show? Yeah. You remember when they'd sit in the basement smoke? They had that, like, table spinny cam? Yeah. That would just go person to person? They literally do that right here. They're all standing in a circle talking. There are some cool shots for, like, this being just, like, a cheesy 80s horror movie. Yeah. Like, it's oddly, like, really well done. Like, I can't believe we're talking about the camera work so much in Night of the Demons, but it's really good. It's weird. No, I enjoy it. They're talking about the house being haunted, and Angela says, this house isn't haunted, it's possessed. Like, what's the difference? Haunted is from spirits of the dead. Possessed is things that were never alive at all. They were only started as spirits. Yeah. Roger and Helen go to leave. They've had enough. They're taken off. And, like, in what car? And Suzanne just gives them Angela's keys to her car. Here, you can take Angela's car. Yeah, and Angela, like, it seems like they were, like, pretty good friends up until this point of, of course, now Suzanne's possessed because she's like, what the fuck are you doing giving them my car? She's like, it's your party. We have to stay the whole time anyway. And you're not going anywhere. Suzanne, after this little back and forth, kisses Angela, which possesses her too. And that's right before Suzanne's like, I have to pee. Stooge, come with me. 
And I think it sounds like, what, him? He's a big fat pig. She's like, maybe I want pork tonight. And he starts like <laughs> doing, just... <laughs> he starts doing pig noises. <laughs> yeah, but like in the most cocky looking like face in the world. Like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, like, and I love he like pushes him aside. He's like, yeah, she must want a real man. <laughs> and then that's when, yeah, uh, Angela and Suzanne kiss. And then, like, uh, Stu just making faces to the other guy, like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, everyone's kind of splitting up a little bit for the night and everything. The two couples, so Jay and Judy, Max and Franny, are down in the basement somewhere telling stories. Yeah, it's really like, okay, all these friends got together and are going to party. Until all the couples split off, and I guess the single ones are the ones that are left just to, like, sit around and do nothing. They have to soldier on on their own. It's like, oh, we'll be back in a little while, guys. We're gonna go have some fun. And they all reappear within five minutes, like, all cocky. And the girls are just like, oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man, I really showed her. (laughs) After telling stories for a little bit, Max and Franny even split off from there and go off on their own. And they're going to obviously do it. Roger and Helen outside, remember they left. They can't find the gate out. They're like, we've circled this building like five times. I swear there was an opening in this gate. And Helen's like, we're dead. We've all died and gone to hell. (laughs) And Roger's like, if you're going to talk like that, just don't talk. Yeah, immediately she's just like, we're goners. And honestly, Roger throughout this entire movie is very like, how many times have you the people been stuck in a room or something and they're like you could break out the through that window and run away and he literally does it and it's like yay good for you he's the only voice of reason throughout most of this movie yeah but they can't find it out though we're dead and then he turns around and looks like at the wall again turns back around and helen's vanished (laughs) and roger hears these voices like raj and runs and hides in his car honestly again Pretty smart move. Yeah, because he gets so comfortable that he falls asleep. So they leave him alone. Once again, smartest person in the movie. <laughs> yeah, Jay and Judy like are having a fight over not having sex. Like, cause Jay thought that was going on, and she's like, "No, I'm just not into this." But you did with Sal. What? Who told you that? Well, we all know what he's like. So you're only going out with me because you think I put out, you know, the big fight. Fine, I'm out of here. Slams the door, and Judy's trapped in that room. Right. And it's, the, yeah, the entire time, Jay, and, like, even back at the house, where she he went to go kiss her, and she, like, moved away from him. And then even when they were outside, it's like, okay, maybe it's because it was just in front of mom. Now we're outside alone, yeah. and he goes to kiss her again, and he gets, like, half a peck, and she's like, stop it! <laughs> yeah, it's like, when you're in high school, and, like, I had, like, friends where I was like, oh, you would never have guessed what I heard you did, like, this weekend. They're like, oh, what was it? It's like, that's the classic thing of, like, yeah, of course everyone's going to exaggerate what they've done. Yeah, it's high school. Yeah. Are they in school? Well, that's another are thing. Are they teenagers? Are they teenagers, or in they, are they in their 20s? It's an 80s movie, we don't know. <laughs> I'm legitimately not sure. I just said that. I'm like, wait. Oh, yeah, because they were going to go to the dance, and they yeah. skipped out, so I guess they're supposed to be teenagers. And they're talking about Angela's, like, the oh, I have class with her and stuff. She's That's spooky. Right. And she's spo- yeah. it's like, oh, she has a cassette of Bella Lugosi's dead. They say, ooh, spookies. <laughs> not one of these people are teenagers. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> but they have that fight. Jay's trapped in, Judy's trapped in the room. Next, we cut to Suzanne, like, putting on makeup in a room, and her face, like, transforms all demon-like, and so she smashes the mirror. Remember, she's in the bathroom. Stooge breaks in, because, like, are you okay? Are you okay? Here's the mirror smash. He breaks in, but she's not there. Well, is have like she's is this where she's drawing on her face, or we're not there yet? Not quite there okay. yet. Okay. Um, back at the main living room, I guess, Angela and Sal, they're still there by the fire, and she moans, crawls on the floor, and then dances to Bajas. Oh, is that who that right? is? I never know. Yeah, it's the. I thought that's why you said that because you said about Bella Lugosi's. Dead. Oh no, because that's the only goth song I know. Oh yeah, no, that's who it is. Oh okay, because I was like, I like this goth music. Like, I wonder if this is a new <laughs> artist I haven't heard yet. It's like, no, it's the same people. The Bella Lugosi's dead that you listen to every day. Oh okay. You don't like the Cure? I don't think I've ever listened to them. 
Or maybe give a shot someday. Let me know what you think. Yeah, well, I have Apple Music, so I can uh, download some albums. Give me some options. <laughs> I will. People, send Brett your best goth music. Yeah, come on. I want to get gothy this Halloween. <laughs> Um, the dance goes on for a long time. I mean, I think they do the full song. I'm not complaining at all, because it's a really awesome dance, and it's also, like, goth girl dancing in fire. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, Stooge comes back mid-dance, and Sal's like, this is getting too freaky for me, I'm out of here, and leaves. And then, she starts slow dancing with Stooge, and she goes, kiss me, and bites his tongue off. Yeah, and it's a great, like, pullback of, like, he's holding his mouth and it's all this fucking bloods like spurting out of his face. And then she like smiles. There's like a blood trickle out of her mouth. She spits his tongue out. It's pretty cool. Yeah. When you see the smile and the blood dripping down and everything. Yeah. Another really like cool shot, like good camera work in this weird eighties movie. Yeah. Sal's, I guess, going around saying goodbye to everyone before he leaves because he finds Suzanne in the bathroom. Like, what are you? I mean, in a random room. One, he's like, "Oh, the lights work in here. It's the only room that electricity works in for some reason." Like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm fixing my face, and this is where she's drawing like the heart yeah. over her entire face. And he's like, "Is everyone in this house on drugs or something? What's wrong with you?" Which is like a, not a bad observation of you wander into a room and a girl's just drawing on her face with makeup and acting all weird. You'd be like, "Yeah, you're on some weird shit, aren't you?" Yeah. He goes, I'm going home. She's like, you are home. And then I don't know why he feels to go the need to describe how nice his home is. He goes, no, I got a nice home with covers on the furniture and everything. Not some dump like this. Like, in his mind, he thinks that she's legitimately confused that this is his house. And he's explaining the differences between this old abandoned haunted building and his home. Oh, do you see my bed here? Do you see my dresser here? No, this is not my house. He goes, go, go get the electric pill. Do you see my name on there? Like, step away from that. Let me walk Look you out to the mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> he so long about how this is not his home. Yeah, and I love how, like, a flex for him is there's plastic slip covers on his furniture. <laughs> it's like, do you live with your grandmother? Yeah, why is that something you're bragging about? Nah, nice home. Plastic on the furniture. It's just so fucking funny. (laughs) He goes, enjoy your lipstick, doll face. Good night. And he leaves, and Suzanne's back at the room alone, and she takes her top off, because it's Lenea Quigley in an 80s horror movie. Yeah, she has to. Also, in this one, she doesn't... Remember in uh, Return of the Living Dead, she had, like, that Barbie cup thing on? This one, she does not. No, negative. But... This is also the lipstick nipple scene. So she's been putting lipstick all over her face, takes it down like her neck, down her chest to her nipple, and just, I don't get what this is or why this is, but it sticks with you and just shoves it into her nipple. And I want to know who made, one, what person got to make the boob cast, (laughs) but how they pulled this off, honestly. Because it's so weird, like, it collapses in, but then it's gone. There's no hole or anything. Yeah, it's like, I'm sorry, Linnea, I know this is the fifth cast we've had to do, but the other ones keep disappearing. We just have to do this again. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Jay comes in the room and is like, oh, what are you doing here? And she just instantly unzips his pants, so he stops asking questions. It's like, oh, okay, I see what you're doing here. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the living room, Sal, I guess, has finished saying his goodbyes because he sees Angela. He's like, what are you doing? She goes, oh, just warming my hands by the fire. Oh. And turns around and her hands are literally on fire. Which is awesome. I love to think Sal's down there doing like the sound and music thing. I was like, hello, goodbye, Avedo sing da to. Like he's doing, it's like, okay, we get it, you're leaving. <laughs> but yeah, I love, though, I'm warming my hands by the fire, and her hands are on fire. Are they her hands or someone else's? I think it's like a weird glove thing. Okay. Because her fingers also look super long in that shot. Okay. I didn't know if she, like, took someone else's hands and were roasting them. Oh, oh, I see what you mean. In the movie, I thought you meant the effect. No. Wise. No, there are her hands, yes. Oh, okay. Um... I think it's wild, like, how much of a monster Angela turns into, and the slow process of it, I think is really cool, because 
by not even the end by the middle of the movie she's like a terrifying monster and it's really cool like they built her up as a legit cool villain in it i think yeah i agree it's a cool looking like demon yeah exactly but he starts running away obviously as he would do but he can't get out the door runs up the stairs to in the weird haunted house i'm sure that will work exactly yeah run up the stairs at this point, we cut to Roger out in the car. He's sleeping like a baby, but wakes up because his car starts shaking. And he's like, Stooge, I know that's you. Only your fat ass could move the car that much or something like that. That's a great line. And then dead Helen just splats on the windshield. Yeah, and at that point, it's like, okay, now I kind of understand why you might run away from the car. Yeah, at that moment, yes. If they're going to hurl bodies at it, okay, yeah, take off. Like, oh yeah, they know I'm still here. Yeah. Jay and Suzanne come back to them, they're having sex, and she starts, she snaps and starts freaking out about her makeup. Stop looking at my face, my makeup, stop looking at it. I'm not looking at, your face is fine, your face looks great. And then she looks down and she has like this straight up like evil boiled fanged yellow eye face. And she's like, stop looking at me. (laughs) Yeah, we get a wild eye squish here. Like, you know they got oh, yeah. some jello in a, in a mannequin head right here. Now, what are you thinking watching this with your eye shit? Is this a good one, or is this I'm, one that gets you? I gotta, I'm not gonna lie to you. I realize, I think I'm desensitized now. Oh, damn it! <laughs> I really think I am, because I'm like, you know what? Eye stuff really doesn't even bother me much anymore. Like, the only two that might, and I have to revisit them, are probably Hostel and Zombie. Yeah. Like, those would be the two. But, like, those, I think, get everyone. So I don't know if I still have, like, my gross out from eye stuff anymore. Damn, we're gonna have to find something new. I know. Like, someone's gotta come up with something really disturbing. Yeah. Please don't. Come on, make an extremely <laughs> new kind of extremely gross eye kill for Greg, Greg of the Dead. We gotta do this. <laughs> I am just impressed by it, though, because I think it's that squish is so neat looking. Well, and it also reminds you a lot of, like, Evil Dead, once again, of, like, almost that kind of eye squish, of the fingers go in, and you see the eyeballs, like, sink out. <laughs> yeah. Um, Max and Franny are having coffin sex, because they both said, you know, I've never done it in a coffin before. Of course you haven't, because who has? <laughs> She's like, why do you even have to bring that up? It would be weirder if you said, oh, I've done it in a coffin before. When? When have you done this, high school student? Yeah, exactly. And he makes some kind of uh, remark of, like, this is more cramped than the back of the car. Like, I could just see, like, him, like, 30 years from now, he's, like, an old businessman, and he just can't come unless he's, like, near a coffin. (laughs) Cramped in the back of the car. Like a back of a Volkswagen? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but they're in the coffin getting that, and Possessed Stooge shows up, and at first they think he's just being a creeper watch, like, get the fuck out of here, man, and he reaches over and just snaps her neck and starts closing the coffin door shut, and Max is screaming, he slams it shut and, like, cuts his arm off and it falls onto the ground. Which later, it's also, like, a really cool-looking arm, like, prop kind of thing of, like, it's, it looks really real and, like, how they, like, tore it out of the socket almost. Yeah. It does, and, like, even the work they do with a decapitated arm later. Is that the word? Decapitated? Separated? I don't know. But the arm later is pretty cool. (laughs) Judy's still in the room she's trapped in. Stooge tries getting in, but it doesn't work. She doesn't know about any of the madness going on yet, though. No, because she's like, Jay, is that you? Can you let me out of here, please? Yeah. But then, a few minutes later, Roger and Sal, who are both very aware of the madness, break into that room and find Judy. They get her out. And then... They get in the hallway, and Demon Angela's there, and they all take off, like, a Scooby-Doo chase scene from her. Oh, yeah, like, that. all of a sudden, they all start playing instruments. They're going in and out of doors in the hallway. <laughs> Dude, for real, like, Demon Angela, like, the... Dude, I can't believe we're doing this so much, but the shot of Demon Angela going through the hallways that they do, like, that right close-up thing, like, looking at her, not what she's chasing, and she looks terrifying. She's, like, swaying weird, and her arms are going all, like, praying mantis and stuff. It's really frightening and cool. Oh, yeah, it looks awesome. They go, they're running from her, they hide in the Suzanne J room, and they don't know anything's up with Suzanne yet, and like, oh, shit, what happened to Jay? Sal just jumps out the window, and Judy runs back out into the hallway. <laughs> um, Roger's been separated from them at this point, too, because that happens, like, 20 times. They all split up, get back together. Yeah, it's, it's the perfect plan. Yeah. 
No, she's in the coffin room, Judy, and Max's severed arm grabs her, and she runs again. Sal wakes up in the an air shaft. She's like, no wonder the windows aren't boarded up. You can't get out of this place. It's not like my home. My home, you can get out the exits. <laughs> my home. The doors work, I tell you. Yeah, the doors work. You can go in and out of them. The walls don't just close <laughs> off on you. They stay open. My house now. <laughs> not this place. Not this dump. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he wakes up in this air shaft thing, climbs out of it. Judy's on the roof, and so is Sal at this point. And Angela shows up behind him. Um, Judy's pulling her, doing her best cliffhanger impression while Sal and Angela fall off the roof together, fighting. But Stude shows up on the roof, scares her, and she falls down. But luckily, Roger's there to catch her, not on the ground, but like on a lower level of the house. This, I thought it was the ground at first. I'm like, oh, they're good. But no, it's just a very tall house. At this point, this was another kind of cool shot because she keeps being like, I can't quite make it to the ledge. And she falls. And for a second there, you're like, is she going to hit the ground? Is she going to be saved by Roger? That's like a lot closer. And then she's saved by Roger. But it's a cool little thing of like, Oh, fuck, what's going to happen? Not like, oh, yeah, immediately you can just see what's happening. No, it gave you that moment like, oh, she's dead, isn't she? Yeah. Um, When Sal hits the ground, he's impaled by something, and, like, he's clearly dead as soon as he hits the ground. And there's a tombstone right there that has his, like, name and birth and death and everything on, like, instantly. Again, maybe that's why we're thinking Spookies, because that happened in that movie, too. Did you catch his last name? No. Romero. Oh, cool. And it says, like, you know, like, uh, born on this date. And it says, died tonight. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But Angela did not die because she's a demon. So now they're running from her again. And they make it to what seems like a safe room. And they start hysterically laughing and crying about everything. The old room. I don't know why this was a shock to him. Because I I knew right away. And that's not a braggy thing. I didn't know it was supposed to be hidden what it was. I'm like, oh, they're in the crematorium. Yeah. Because even they know that this is a funeral home. Yeah. But they see what they're like, oh, there's a door. <laughs> Creepy, weird, steel door. No, it's the, the furnace opener, like, door. Like, like oh, let's look get it exit. out. <laughs> yeah. And Roger's like, before we go, we should pray. My daddy's a preacher. He taught me to pray real good. Look, I don't think there's a skill level involved, Roger. No. Okay, whatever. But she goes, she opens up the door and looks at it. She's like, it's not an exit. And she starts, like, being sad. And she finds, like, a skull in there and freaks out. Which, I wanted, is this supposed to be a human skull or a demon skull? Because it looks like it has fangs. I think it's just supposed to be a creepy human skull. Okay, well. You know, Halloween. Well, then this person dressed up as Dracula. Oh, this, that's what I forgot at the very beginning. When, um, what's his name pops out of the coffin. He's like, I'm Count Dingleberry. (laughs) It does a complete Bella Lugosi impression. And I'm just like, yay, they did it. This movie just went up another star for me. (laughs) But their happy safe room isn't safe for very long because Angela and Stooge are banging on the door and she yells, go to hell. And they go, not tonight, which is actually important, that line. And because then they realize, wait, it's Halloween. It's the one night demons can roam the earth. I guess. Okay. Yeah. News to me. But we just have to make it until dawn. Look, kind of a cop-out, but kind of makes sense. Perfect plan. Also, We com- have our stakes. We have their end goal. Okay, we're set for the rest of the movie. Also, completely guessing on their end. It could be the fact that it's Halloween could have nothing to do with any of this. It could be co- complete yeah, coincidence. But they're just like, it's Halloween, so we have to make it till morning. It's like, well, if it was a Halloween thing, wouldn't you just technically make it till after midnight? Or are they just doing it? Is it like Sanderson sister thing where it's the sun that comes up? Like... Yeah, uh, but I guess it's just... Oh, I guess it is the sun. Like, what do we consider morning? Because after midnight, it's clearly still going on. Technically, like, how many times have you been, like, in a convenience store? And it's, like, 2 a.m. And it's like, okay, have a good night. It's like, don't you mean a good morning? And it's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be cute. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'm not in the mood for this at this time of night slash morning. I'm buying a... I'm buying Pat's Blue Ribbon. I don't have time for your shit. (laughs) I love Judy's idea is to get a pipe to use it, like, just to beat the people. She 
breaks out the gas pipe in there, which yeah. there shouldn't still be gas in there, but there is. But I don't think this would work. But she's like, I can't get the other end off. It's right when Stooge and Angela break in, though, and they get a lighter. They realize it's, turn the gas on, turn the gas on. They do. And then they light the end of it and turns into a makeshift flamethrower. I have questions about this, like not even joking. I don't think this would work this way, would it? Well, I mean, I think that it's going to catch on fire, but I don't know if it's yes. not going to not explode. That's my thing. I don't think it would just go out that end. It would also still travel back if it's a constant flow of gas. Yeah, I don't know exactly how that would work, but I would guess like, oh yeah, if I just bust, like if I go down in my basement and bust a gas line and set it on fire, I'm not going to be like, oh look, a flamethrower, wee! Like it's going to be like the house <laughs> is going to explode. And also, you're holding the metal pipe that the flames are coming out of, and they never address this. I thought her hands were going to singe to it or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But, no, Roger just turns off the valve, and they're fine, and they run out of the room. They're in, like, the living room area, and there's all these steps and everything going in. All the dead friends are starting to walk towards them. Roger, for, like, the I feel like the 20th time in the movie, dives out a window, and Judy follows, and it's simple as that. They're outside now. Well, I love that, like, Roger jumps out the window. Judy's like, no, like, you're die. And he, like, hits the ground, and he's like, I'm alive. Everything's okay. And she just, like, runs out the broken out window now too it's like oh i guess that was always an option <laughs> yeah i don't know why we didn't consider this earlier yeah demons are but, like shit i love this little act extra added detail of oh shit because they're climbing the fence because we've established you're not going to be able to find the exit during this and it's barbed wire and they're like pulling themselves up on barbed wire you see it slicing into their yeah. hands and the blood coming out and that's so much better than if they just had to climb a vine or a rope and struggle with it because not only is it like hard to pull yourself up you're also like hurting yourself it just adds that little extra bit of tension to it that i love also you're cutting your hands all up so they're gonna be bloody and slippery and stuff you think about it you know yeah what roger makes it to the top and then judy yeah kind of makes it and then falls asleep for a second then roger wakes her back up and she's like oh yeah i'm hanging on barbed wire and demons are after me and then she finally makes it out well first he does because roger falls over the other side and you think he's just abandoning her and she's hanging on for dear life and like stooge is grabbing her legs and all the demons are coming out to pull her down but roger in his hero moment comes back and pulls her up exactly and I guess it's morning now because all the demons just turn to smoke to go back to hell. But we see the angry demon face from the mirror. Yeah, again. and it's cool because, yeah, you see it like it's super pissed off. It's like roaring at them and then it like gets sucked into like something. It's like, I guess, like another dimension kind of thing. Well, it goes back to hell, I think, because this was the night that they could roam the earth. Thank God this is not from Dimension Z. We have nice things. <laughs> <laughs> like plastic on the furniture <laughs> I can go in and out of my doors Dude, I did not expect this guy to be our most referenced character in this movie um, the next morning it's full morning now Roger and Judy are walking home they look like they went through a war zone like they're all bloody everything's torn off yeah. everything they're just walking like they went through hell and that old man from the beginning who was mean to Judy, but the other kids were mean to him. He's reading the paper, looks at getting the paper, looks at them, shakes his head like, oh, those kids. Oh, they were out all night partying. Look yeah. at them. Sinners. <laughs> so what? But he goes in, he's reading his paper and eating some apple pie. Yeah. Yeah. His wife like sits there and it's like to a very elderly couple when she, he sets down and like, she brings him the pie and the coffee. Cause he's the kind of guy that expects that. And then he's like eating the pie. He's like, how do you like it, dear? He's like, I guess it doesn't taste completely like shit. <laughs> yeah. She, he's such a fucking prick. Yeah. And she's like, Oh, I made it last night with all those apples. We didn't get many trick-or-treaters. And he stops. He's like, when did you make this? Last night. And then, right then, as he's swallowing, the razor blade just comes right out through his throat yeah. and cuts down. It's still moving down like he's swallowing, though. It's really cool looking. Yeah, and it cuts his throat, like, completely open. There's, like, two or three razor blades in there. He starts screaming. His wife just comes over because he falls into the pie and just kisses him. And it was a like, happy Halloween, dear. Yeah. It's almost like, have you ever seen Street Trash? 
No, I have your copy of it that you told me to watch, and I haven't watched it yet because I've been so busy with Throbtober stuff. <laughs> it's basically a lot like that. Of there's the subplot of the wine that makes everyone like melt from the inside out, but it has nothing to do with the main story. That's this razor blade thing of like it's really cool, but it's not like the demons are making them do it or anything. It just so happens there's this like shitty old man and his wife got revenge on him. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't have much to do with the rest, but it's a nice little wraparound. But I like it. like an anthology, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I could see that. And then credits, and that's Night of the Demons. Holy shit, I'm so glad that you picked this for Throbtober, and I got to watch it again. Because this is now, I believe, is going to be a yearly watch around this time for me. Oh, good. Yeah, it's, it's a perfect Halloween movie. This is definitely one of like, oh, okay, this goes on my list of one I want to find and own. Yeah, this was one that I was like, you know, I'm like, I'm not doing this movie out of season. This has to be an October episode. And it's, a lo- I love how, like, it doesn't go extremely, it's not like trick-or-treat of everything is dripping in Halloween. But there's enough of it around of, like, they're wearing costumes, they're at a Halloween party, it's demons, even, like, the wraparound story of the... Uh, razor blades and the candy apple, candy apples and razor blades, you know. <laughs> yeah, and like it's honestly a more realistic take on it. As much as I fucking love Trick or Treat, yeah. believe me, I love that movie. But this is like a more realistic take on it, you know. Yeah, I see what you mean. I mean, aside from the demons and stuff like that, but I just mean like the settings and all that kind of stuff. Exactly. All right, so you want to get into Count of the Dead? Yes, let's get into the Count of the Dead. Ah ah ah. All right, throwing with horror count of the deads, where we tally up all the deaths in the movie. Where do you think Night of the Demons got us? Um, and this is a complete shot in the dark because this is like basically the first time I've seen this. Uh, and there were some good ones, definitely. Yeah, what do you think? Um, I will throw out real quick personal favorite kill. Oh, that's I didn't hadn't considered this until now because you said there's some good ones. I'm yeah. looking back on them. I mean, it's it sounds so stupid, but the splatting Helen on the car hood <laughs> that might be mine. That's a really good one. I'm gonna say there's eight. There's eight. I'm gonna say eight. <laughs> you would have got it if it wasn't for the wraparound story. There's nine. Oh, okay. Yeah, you got all of our main cast that dies, but yeah, we the random old man, the shitty again. old man. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, everyone dies except for Roger and Judy. Very, and that's also like really surprising because all of these like '80s movies, it's usually just like the one girl was left. There's not usually like two. There's a few. I mean, it happens, but yeah, the norm it seems to be just the final girl. Right. So yeah, very nice. Well, every week, Greg does his count of the dead. Ah ah ah, and I do my ratings from Dimension Z. <laughs> Um, so basically, I take something from the movie, and I rate the movie 1 through 10, 1 being the worst and 10 being the best. And I come up with that thing right now. Um, what you got? I'm trying to think here. What would be a good one? Let's do, because because uh, it's Halloween, and this is a big wraparound Halloween party thing, let's do Halloween parties. Oh, good. I like it. Um, so a number one Halloween party, the worst kind of Halloween party, it's basically like, even though how much I enjoy, uh, it's a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown, like, I can't think of anything more lame than like, even when I was that age, I didn't want to go to like one of those elementary school Halloween parties of like bobbing for apples. And it's almost like they're trying to keep you off the street and not trick or treat. And I was like, no, I'm going to run around as Jason. Oh, dude, I loved that stuff when I was a little kid. It never interfered with Trick or Treat when I was a kid. But, man, those were, like, the best days, like, with the Halloween days and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah, those classic, like, I've been sending you the shit on TikTok. If it's, like, Halloween in the early 2000s, and I'm just like, oh, yes, I could just watch this on a loop all day. Yeah. Uh, a number 10 Halloween party, the best kind, is I gotta think it's, like, a Halloween party in your 20s. Like, you can drink, you're going to be watching some awesome horror movies. By that point, you've, like, actually whittled down your friends to people you actually enjoy being around. It's all the high school, like, well, I want to be friends with the so-and-so guy. It's over. Like, it's actually, like, a good core group. And it's just, like, a fun night of, like, Halloween movies all night. And pumpkin beer. Okay. Uh, Where's this... 10 Halloween party taking place. Is it at a nice house? Oh, yes. Yeah. So there's got slip covers on the furniture. <laughs> the doors work. <laughs> <laughs> you could go in and out. 
The walls don't close. Oh. Bro. <laughs> hey, T, did you hear what I told him? <laughs> um, I'm going to give Night of the Demons, and honestly, it's a, I had a fucking great time with it. I'm going to give it nine Halloween parties out of ten. I could see this being a rewatch every year for me, even like during the off months when it's not October, sadly, but you want to pretend it is like this would be a good one to put on and put you in that mood. Yeah, definitely. And just like average, we miss each other by half of a rating. I went eight and a half Halloween parties out of 10. Well, that's uh, going into this. Did you think I was going to rate this higher than you? No, because I was where I'd be on the defensive. And don't get me. I love this movie. That's the thing that I can't give it like that high for but man it's really high for me i love this movie i thought i'd be on the defensive the whole time because i remembered you said you didn't think you liked this movie I'm like, oh no well i remember a couple times watching it i said that i bumped it up like half a star or a star rating because of certain things so that's what made me a nine <laughs> but it is so much good. fun good i'm glad you liked it yeah man what a fun movie though like i'm trying to think of like similar veins like if you like this you'll like this we mentioned Evil Dead and Return of the Living Dead, and those two would pair really well with this. Honestly, both of those. The both of those would pair really well with it. If you're a fan of really bad movies like I am, Spookies as well. I don't know if you yes, would want to watch Spookies first or last. So do you want to watch the better movie first or the better movie last? This being the better movie. You watch the better one last, so that way it's not like, oh, they're doing what they did, but just bad. It's worse. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Did you ever see this? Oh, no, probably not. Did you ever see the sequels? No, not yet. But I did see there's like, what, three or four of them. I think there's three. I know they also did like a remake. I'm curious to check that out. I'm wondering what a 2000s like Night of the Demons would end up being like. I don't expect <laughs> to love it, but I am curious what that would be. It's just they're all standing around texting or they're on MySpace or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really interested. I don't know if it's like 2000s or 2010s. I'm not sure, but like I, I'm really curious now. I kind of want to watch it. Yeah, and I'm interested to check out these other sequels, because if I love this one so much, it doesn't mean that the other ones are going to be awesome, but it gives a better opportunity for me to give it a little bit more slack. <laughs> exactly. Well, unless you got anything else, man. No, I think that's about all I got. All right, well, we hope that Night of the Demons has left your brain throbbing with horror. Happy Throbtober! Do you like throbbing with horror? Their early shows were a little too avant-garde for me, but I hear if you follow them on the social media, they do terrific work. You should probably rate them five stars wherever you're listening to them. It makes their show a cut above the rest. Make sure you tune in next week. Wouldn't want to miss another episode, right? <laughs> hey, Paul! <laughs>